This is the Nottinghamshire LMC podcast, here to educate, inform and support general practice staff in Nottinghamshire. Get to know about those who represent you, as well as all the latest information from Notts LMC at your leisure. Tune in and subscribe to our podcast today, hosted by me, Zenaida Morrison at podbean.com. Welcome back to the Nottinghamshire LMC podcast. Today we are discussing all things GPS. GPS is a free peer mentoring and coaching service which helps practitioners to explore ways to develop themselves both personally and professionally throughout their career. The service is available to general practitioners in several counties in the UK and can also be accessed by third-year trainee doctors in Nottinghamshire. Joining me today to shed more insight on GPS is service manager Nikki Kendall and GPS mentor Dr. Sarah Louise Hamlin. Hello ladies. Hi. Morning. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Not a problem. My pleasure. Right. How are you Zenaida? Oh I'm doing very well thank you. Thanks for asking. I'm doing really good. Um, And just lovely, really, to have you, the both of you here today. So we want to really get into things today and find out more about this great service that ultimately helps GPs reach their full potential. But before before doing that, there's something that we we have to do uh, on this podcast, which is I want to do a bit of a check in with you just to find out how the two of you are doing. How has this week been for you so far? Um, so thanks Anita. you as you've said I'm a mentor but I'm a GP as well and it it's been a it's been a heavy going week um, but it's uh, it's nearly the weekend and I've had some rewarding rewarding things happen too so I'm grateful that that get some time to relax this weekend yeah that's wonderful i feel you on that one end of the week it's always nice to to have some relaxation really leading into the weekend and how about you nikki yeah my week's been really good thank you um a lot of work but as always it's always better than being bored i think so yeah really good Absolutely. absolutely wonderful so now i think i'll start with you nikki but this is really a question for the two of you um As service manager, you pretty much head this service. Do you have a go-to person, you know, in terms of a mentor that you check in with and and how does it benefit you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't have a mentor. Um, I obviously have a very, very supportive team around me. So I've got Sarah, who always provides me with a lot of support. Um, And I've also got a really, really lovely line manager as well. So I feel quite supported in my role, even though I don't have a mentor. Oh, that's excellent. That's nice. A shout out to to the team and to your um, your line manager, really, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, yeah, definitely. That's really good. And how about you, Sarah? Um, again, I, I can only work so well as I do as GPS with the team I've got behind me. Um, so, so Nikki and, and all our um, all our mentors uh, that we have working for us, our mentor leads, um, and and obviously supporting the clients personally. Me um, at work as well. I've I've got I've got colleagues I can always go to 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 ask if 
if there's any queries I've got or if, if I've had not so good a day and, and I just need to debrief on things. Um, and obviously there's always family and friends that's always good to, to get support from if, if ever you're having a, a tough time. So yeah. I feel very well supported and no specific mental, but I know as a GP, I can always access GPS if ever I need to. That's excellent. Wonderful. Thank you, ladies, uh, for that. Um, now, I want to kind of go back a little bit. I want to find out a little bit more about GPS, go back to really when it all started. So um, I, I know it started in 2015 with Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire LMC, um, and it was really a, a remedy for some of the burnout that was uh, witnessed amongst practitioners at the time. Um, of course, years down the line, so we're fast forwarding to today, we still face many of these overarching issues um, to do with burnout and just general fatigue and, and, and frustrations. But talk us through inception. How did GPS come to fruition? Yeah, absolutely. So you are right. So in about 2014, um, two appraisers, so one from Nottinghamshire, one from Derbyshire, were really concerned because they were seeing a really high level of burnout. Um, they've noticed that there'd been some quite high profile GP suicides in the area. Um, and they just felt like the profession needed a little bit more support. So they both went to their individual LMCs, so Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire, to ask for a bit of support on how they could help. Knott's right. um, LMC sent out a survey uh, and got 100 responses in the initial two days, which is absolutely incredible um, and probably a sign of what was happening. Um, of those 100 responses, 73 reported that their current mood levels um, were a five or below which indicated at best neutral feelings and no. at worst not at all happy in their roles. Um, and we also asked them kind of what support that they would want. Uh, and the most, the most help wanted was from an appraiser, a mentor or a coach. And then that was followed by peer support from colleagues. So what mm. we did was we used all that information um, alongside a bank of trained mentors locally to set up GPS in 2015 to offer the free peer mentoring and coaching that we now know. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been going since then. I think it's been really, really useful for colleagues. Um, I think around one in 10 of GPs in Nottinghamshire have actually accessed the service since 2015. So it's obviously a very useful scheme. That's 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 incredible, really. I mean, the the, the response rate to that survey and just to know that um, you know pr practitioners were really kind of going through it. Um, and so, one in ten, you say, currently, uh, you know, since inception, have accessed the GPS service. Because actually, that was going to be my my follow up question in terms of how effective um, you you feel that GPS has been since it started in twenty fifteen. Yeah, so obviously I'm a little bit biased, but I've seen we, we do do a lot of um, work on trying to collect feedback from clients, trying to we've worked with Oxford Brooks University to create kind of an unbiased uh, survey of, of clients just to make sure what we're doing is actually worthwhile. Right. Um, we have found that it, it has been really, really positive. Um, so 
the Oxford Brooks survey found that about 90 to 100% of respondents felt they'd made improvements to uh, contributable to coaching and mentoring in their work-life balance, their ability to make work decisions, their ability to work with colleagues, their time management at work, and their confidence to make changes in the workplace. So a really broad range of personal and professional issues that coaching and mentoring really does help to support. Um, and we obviously our own surveys as well. So in 2020, um, we did our own survey and 71 respondents, 71 percent of respondents agreed that mentoring had helped them develop more autonomy in the workplace. Um, 98 percent agreed it was beneficial to be mentored by another GP. Um, so a peer mentor and 60% agreed that mentoring had a positive impact on their relationship with patients. Mm -hmm. um, I will kind of hand over to Sarah as well. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else into that. Yeah, of course. So, um, well, I can, I can also say having been involved with GPS as a, as a client, as a, as a mentee um, back in, 2016 I'd, I'd not long ago qualified as a as a fully fledged gp and and it was a struggle um you know the transition from from training having that supportive environment to then um you know being out independent um so i accessed gps personally and my own my own reward from that was you know i I was it was an understanding of myself in that okay I might slightly run over time but how how can I manage that how can I accept and deal with that and and find ways of retaining some downtime some chill time right. um so my own personal experience I can I can only praise the 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 mentor I, I had and and as a result of that I I wanted to to become a mentor myself so it's so I did the training in 2017, um, loved it. It was a two-day two -day course with, a f with a f several other mentors. And from then, I've, I've personally had um, about 13, 13 clients now through, through GPS. And, and every one of them has been so grateful, um, all various reasons as to why they've, they've approached, you know, the want to consider career pathway um they uh want to check is gp the right thing for them um really and others about relationships with people at work um so lots of different reasons and and all come out of it thankful of of that time with with someone well me in this case but that that they've found a way forward for them with the support of myself behind behind them to get to where they want to be so very positive that's extremely positive uh sarah mm -hmm. and it's interesting to to really hear that you it started off as a um a mentee yeah and you circled back to become a mentor so this is a, a great really kind of testimony as to uh how supportive and how effective the gps service really is um Definitely. and has been for for practitioners so um that's that's wonderful and, and and to know that you have 13 uh that you are personally mentoring is is really um a, a nod to the service and to yourself as well 
Um, yes. uh, what I did want to, to mention is that an, an offshoot of, of the GPS service uh, is the, the peer-to-peer mentoring service, which came to fruition really at the start of the pandemic in, in, in the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. And that is the rapid access um, service. So mm-hmm. this is a service that supports, you know, supports other practice staff, including practice managers, nurses, and GPs alike. So for those who don't know, what is rapid access and why was it so important to have this offer available during the pandemic? What we found was at the start of the pandemic, probably at the start of the first wave, we were having a lot fewer people come through coaching and mentoring. Um, We kind of had to think about why that might be. And obviously time was a big contributing factor to that. People just didn't have the time. They were very, very focused on, you know, supporting um, the population, supporting their peers with, with COVID. Um, so the idea of rapid access was to bring them something where they could still access coaching and mentoring support, but in a lot more flexible way, um, and a lot easier way. Um, so the idea was that they get four hours of support, um, but they can, they can take it any way that they want. So if they want to have, you know, they've had a really, really difficult conversation with the patient and they're struggling after that and they want to have a a 20 minute debrief, they can do. Um, Likewise, if they want to have, you know, an hour long actual coaching and mentoring session, they can do that as well. So the idea is that it fits around them a lot more um, and it's a lot less structured than our standard coaching and mentoring, which um, kind of uh, you're supposed to bring kind of an idea or an opportunity or an issue that you're having. Whereas the rapid access support, you, you can just bring yourself. Um, And it's just a a protected time for you to talk to to a colleague who understands what's happening. Um, Sarah, I don't know if you wanted to come in there with your your experience. Yeah, so um, fortunately, I also was able to deliver an offer to support to individual with uh, through rapid access. And and in their case, just, just needing to really talk through um, a concern about communication that that they felt they needed another perspective so so yeah it's it's more that we're listening we're supporting it's not a directive kind of facilitative structured goal as such and it's right. it's led by led by that client um, as to you know how how we can best help them just just to ensure that that we aren't um, obviously an emergency service but and we'd want to gauge if there was a concern of more you know more crisis that, that yes. we'd signpost appropriately as as well and and from um we've recently been collating feedback because as I said that's only from my one individual experience of supporting someone and we know that from the clients who have accessed rapid access and and as you might be aware because of the pandemic it was all either telephone or, or virtual, which was a, a new new method for us to, to support, but that, that our clients found the responsiveness, that quick, quick contact within 48 hours um, was what they needed, the time and space to just offload, whether it be 10 minutes or or an hour, and, and that they could sort of be open and honest with someone they could 
they could ultimately trust in knowing that they were a peer and they were there for them so it's it was it was really i think a, a key um shift for us to implement that then in the pandemic and we are seeing a lot more people um accessing our, our more standard mentoring which we can obviously explain um but but rapid access still having a place that some just need it right there then a yeah. quick kind of chat through with a peer okay so what i really want to go on to now is this is this is something that's ongoing there has been a, you know often been confusion between two services that uh, the, the the nottinghamshire lmc provide and that's of course the gps service and the nottinghamshire lmc pastoral network so I must admit, it can be a bit confusing, confusing to understand the difference between the two. So if you could make that distinction for our, for our lovely listeners, that would be great. Yeah, I will try my very best. <laughs> um, so as I see it, obviously, GPS is a structured model of support using a well-known coach and mentoring model um, called the Egan model. So it offers several hours of support over 12 months the the coach or mentor that you're allocated to they won't give you advice they'll use that model to work with you to allow you to build your own kind of goals and work on those goals and hopefully kind of move forward in a positive way that works for you um, so it's all kind of led by yourself and, and what you want to achieve um, with the pastoral network as far as I understand it, it's more of a handholding service. It's more of a, you will get allocated to an experienced GP who has a lot of understanding of, of the situation that you're in. Um, and they'll practically help you through a situation, uh, yeah. whether it's in your personal life or your professional life. Um They'll kind of attend meetings for you. They'll advocate for you. Um, and the support can last as long as you need it to. Um, but yes, it, it's a lot more advice giving um, and it's a lot more hand-holding than the GPS model. Nikki's completely right. We, we're not, the purpose of what we're doing isn't to give advice. Um, but sometimes we may, we may as experienced GPs or, or even retired GPs that we have as part of our, our team, um, potentially from experience, we want to give them a little bit of guidance to, as if they ask us, you know, but ideally the, the, the main focus is that we are empowering them to, to manage their own problems um, and, and to, we help them help themselves. Um, so, so we may give a little advice where we think, okay, I know the, the, the answer, I'm not going to hide it from you, but, but we'll want to try and support them in a way we can. And, and as Nikki said, there is a framework that we work by, but we're flexible to, to tailor it to that, to that client. And um, we, we also, because Zineda, I know you said at the beginning about people feeling burnt out, we, we want people to know that they can approach us you know, if there's not necessarily if they're if they're burnt out, but if there's a challenge um, that they're going through, if they want to develop themselves, um, they want to organise themselves or, or approach their time management. So it's for variety as well as if people are feeling like burnt out. So um, that that's what we're here for. Right. No, 
that's um thank you thank you for that so just just to clarify i guess for our listeners um gps is is more of a structured non-advisory uh service that is uh more about empowering yeah empowering practitioners and helping them to navigate really so it's kind of you you do know what you you know everything's within your hands you can do Mm. this and let me kind of help you navigate whereas the pastoral network is is unstructured it's hand-holding it's kind of let me take on that you know some of that burden and 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 kind of relieve you of it whilst you kind of get back to some sort of strength and um uh, in in self so that's that's excellent and i think both services are very important and are needed for practitioners and of course it's it's here in nottinghamshire and derbyshire it's a service accessible to our practitioners but um if you can say what other counties because i did mention it but i didn't mention the other counties um what other counties is the gps service available um in for for practitioners uh, outside of uh, nottinghamshire and derbyshire Sure. So at the moment, we're available in uh, Sheffield, Mid and South Essex. Mm-hmm. Um, we're soon to be available in Suffolk and North East Essex and West Essex. It's quite Essex dominant there. Right. Right. That's good. That's good. It's, it, well, it's important for um, practitioners in, in those uh, localities to know that it's available to them there as well. So thank you for that. Um, right. I want to I want to look at you know, we've, we've obviously spoken about GPS and how, you know, successful it's really been and how effective it's been for, for practitioners. And I think um, that really comes out in the fact that the service has received numerous accolades for, for, for work done. And recently uh, you were shortlisted out of hundreds of other services to win an award for the third time by the BMJ. So tell us about that. How did it feel to be shortlisted again um, and what do you think it means for the service to have that level of recognition? Yeah, so um, we have been BMJ Award finalists um, in 2019, 2020 and 2021. Um, fingers crossed we are winners next year. That would be absolutely brilliant. Um, but that felt amazing. Obviously, as you say, we were out of hundreds that had put Put an application forward um, our recent recent uh, award was for the workplace and well-being um, and I think yeah I think it's been really really good for us as well to see what else is going on yeah. in the in the country um, and it's just nice to to have a space to talk about what we do in a wider context. It, com- coming into the role that I did only in the last year I, I can't I can only say how proud I was that we've been finalists again. You know, it's, as you said, recognition that what we're doing is is to try and help our our kind of GPs, our healthcare practitioners, to to feel that they're being supported, and and it's a privilege. And I feel yeah, very proud to be part of of GPS and and um, yeah, we're winners even if we didn't actually get get the the final prize (laughs) right no that's that's great and um that's a good attitude to really have and i think just you know 
like I said, it's, it was hundreds of other services and you were shortlisted. So I think that in and of itself is, is quite excellent. Um, and I hope that you do win uh, the next the next time. <laughs> so fingers crossed for that. Um, now, Sarah, I'm com coming back to you. And I know some of the, you've mentioned uh, a bit about this and how, you know, you were, you started off as a mentee uh, accessing mm -hmm. the service as a mentee and, and then you circled back and became a mentor. Um, yeah. Because obviously you could see what, you know, the benefits had been for you and you felt it was a good service you wanted to be a part of. Um, yeah. Outside of personally utilising the service before becoming a mentor, um, were there any other primary incentives in your in your decision to get involved in this capacity? Yeah, I, I, I know that as, as a GP, I, I have... I feel like, and I have feedback that I have skills in in being able to communicate and listen, and I and I think that's the quality in how we we are trained as GPs. So, right, I wanted to be able to use my skills, um, and also in a in a way that benefited other other people, and and I think there's a, you know, there's a reward in that that you are you are helping somebody else. Um, not not to sound selfish at all, but but that you feel you've done some good, you've made a difference to to people's to people's lives, and and I think it helps. I, I feel that also being a mentor has helped um, for a lot of our team retain their ability to to also feel they can continue as as a GP for those who are still working because that variety and that that benefit of having more time with people because as GPs we only have obviously 10 minute appointments but we've actually got time to be able to invest in these people that want to come and get support so yeah, yeah. it's a way of giving back really isn't it i mean you, yeah you already do so so much as practitioners but the mm. importance of the well-being um of a practitioner is is next to nothing and i think yeah uh yeah what what you yeah. do as a service and as a as a mentor um yeah we're all in this together yeah. you know as, yeah. as the nhs as, as a team all for the same goal and and uh yeah it helps to to support your team even though you're not they're not necessarily your your colleague in your practice you know we're all working together in the community what's the and i know you did touch on this a, a little bit earlier but what's the number one thing that you find your you, you know your um those that you men mentor are always most concerned about or need support on especially given the current climate the the main um area that we know we have most people approach for and and i found with my own clients is is to do with uh, career um, support and and that can be in a variety of different ways you know whether finding that that way of managing their career their day-to-day -day work or adding in another sort of variety in in their week being a you know the, the term portfolio GP how how they can explore avenues that that help them feel they've they've kind of got another way of using their skills as well so so yeah that is the the main right. the main reason people approach us for, for rapid access we have found it's it's more um kind of general support which kind of goes with what we understand and what we wanted people to use rapid access for right right no that's good um okay so in your estimation in your own estimation sarah on a scale mm -hmm. of one to ten right mm -hmm. ten being 
paramount one being Mm -hmm. you know not at all um Mm -hmm. how important is mentoring (laughs) well i i think it would go without saying that i i feel it is it is 10 out of 10 i probably 11 right I, <laughs> off the scale well, yeah you, you didn't give me the option so I, I i thought i'd stick with what you gave me but yeah. i i can only see the rewards from my from my own experience and nhs england themselves are, are obviously identifying the need to support because with the new new to practice uh, gps they've now implemented this and we've been fortunate enough to be involved in this that that there is an hour of support for newly qualified GPs offered by our, some of our mentors and 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 it's they see the the benefit that's going to retain the workforce and help help people to feel supported so right. so I can only hope that all all health care professionals you know not not just GPs or practice managers or practice nurses the allied health professionals that 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 everyone involved in healthcare, because it it is it is a huge responsibility to care for the health of our of our nation, and and to have that support and know that you can debrief and talk with with someone a peer. That I I feel it is as you say paramount. Um, 10, 11 out of out of ten that that it should be implemented. Absolutely. How have you been promoting? the these services so the 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 main primary gps service how have you been promoting it so far Uh, good question so we normally um advertise uh through obviously social media um through we try and get uh into lmc uh, newsletters um attend lmc events where we can um, our appraisers, so our appraisal team are the one of the best ways we've found of getting the word out there because obviously every single GP has an appraisal every year. So yeah, so that means that every single GP, if their appraiser knows about GPS, has the ability to be told about the service. Um, and a lot of our mentors are actually appraisers as well. I think it's a skill okay. set that goes really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did used to attend plt and quest events just to have a five ten minute chat about what we offer to to gps Mm -hmm. um and yeah i think what we do is we just try and push it in any way that we possibly can yeah so i think again it helps with our our mentors having different roles that 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 they can uh, promote us at various different events so personally for myself um being a gp trainer we, we regularly have meetings as uh, as trainers so i you know i say all of you could access this service if you need it but equally don't forget your your final year gp trainees um obviously right. in the areas that can access it um so at first five events where gps have just um qualified and it's their first five years of, of being a gp yeah and uh you know putting it on our, our our social media so that it's it's out there and lmc so it's it's just spreading the word and through word of mouth obviously we mm. hope we only hope that knowing that the positive feedback from our clients that that they may say to their colleague well i i went to gps and i felt it really helped maybe you might consider them so 
Yes. And, and, and just to qualify uh, again for the third year uh, GP trainees, it's accessible within Nottinghamshire. Do you have any plans yeah. to, to, for it to be accessible in any other areas? We'd absolutely love it to be. Um, I think at the moment it depends on funding in areas uh, as to whether they would be able to fund that. Um, but we would love it to be because I think it's really important that mm -hmm. ST3s have access to something like that. So yeah, obviously yeah. it's quite a big year for them. Um, mm -hmm. And to have the ability to chat to someone before they qualify um, and, and kind of work out their way forward is really, really helpful for them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we would like it everywhere for yeah. ST3s, but we, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Are there any plans to open it up to other practice staff? In relation to the support we can offer, we're obviously limited at the moment because we do try to match up the peer support with, with the, the job role, although we do understand mentors can mentor any job role again sadly that we're limited by funding we 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 need we need funding to be able to try and put out there what what we would love to be doing to um to to share the service beyond gps we would love to be able to do that right um so this is all kind of you know so funding is a major uh, major component in um yeah. uh, helping to 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 kind of get there and to open it up to other um, practice staff. Okay, that's great. So that yeah. probably fits into what the future plans are for GPS. Um, yes. Are there any immediate ones that you kind of want to, to mention uh, in terms of what, you know, particular practice staff can expect? For me, the, the main future plans for GPS is to continue running and to support as many general practice staff as we possibly can through coaching and mentoring. Um, we obviously now have quite a big package of workshops, training events, um, kind of online courses that people can access as well. So I think one of my goals is to get those out there. Um, and I know at the moment we're running some through uh, Derbyshire, which hopefully should, should be quite useful. And we've done ones with appraisal teams. Um, so hopefully that'll be a really good way forward because that will enable individuals to attend and get little bits of information about how to build up their coaching skills but also build up their confidence and their resilience as well yeah i think i think what we also recognize is we we try and reach out to to all all people um all gps within the areas we work and and we do recognize that sadly the uptake is is with a lot of of these things uh, less for, for for men and and sadly for for other ethnic ethnicities beyond beyond being white and and that's we really want everyone to feel that they can access mentoring so having met with um the lovely Ajali and Aisha our primary care racial equality and diversity working group yeah. locally mm -hmm. um we really want to know and work on how how we can reach out to to all um to everybody so so they know we're there for them and uh and that we can try and help in any way for anything so yeah. no that's great i mean uh, yeah um ojali and aisha are quite um very proactive when it comes to you know diversity 
uh, and inclusion. So, and it's important, it's such an important thing to ensure that, you know, you know, people of different ethnic uh, backgrounds and, 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 you know, opposite gender, genders are, uh, are aware of it really and feel, and, and feel that it is an inclusive service and a service that is specifically designed for them too. So, um, thank you for, for mentioning that. Um, last question. Mm-hmm. And it's not about GPS, but it's a it's a personal question, and hopefully it will be a recommendation to uh, some of our practitioners and uh, within Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire and beyond. Um, but what are you reading, watching now, or what book, movie would you recommend everyone listen to um, to help them navigate life? I'll start with you, Nikki. <laughs> Oh, um, so I would probably say the the film that's had the most impact on me is Pride. Um, I'm not sure if it helps you navigate life as such, but I think it's a really important film. Um, it's set in kind of the 1980s. Um, it's about a mining town and getting support from a um lgbt community in london um and it's really really good it's really powerful um and i think it's it's got a lot of historic information in it that i found really really useful and obviously i cried my eyes out at the end um but in a good way um so <laughs> i would always recommend pride to everyone pride okay so I, it's, it's easy for them to find it i mean if they youtube it or something it was there a specific year it was set in or um, um, I think the 1984, yes. I'm going to say 1984, 1984. I don't know if that's right, um, it's kind of in the minor strike, um, Thatcher era, okay. but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fine, <laughs> wonderful, okay, so that's Pride from um, Nikki Kendall, and Sarah, what, what movie book would it be for you? Yeah, um, thanks Nikki for the recommendation, I'd never seen that one, um, for me, I always love it a good a good cartoon um and recently i think it was last year there was um a pixar movie called soul and it's as i said it's animation it's it's suitable for all the family and basically it's about a soul's adventure and and there's as with life there's some some laughter some some tears Mm -hmm. but it really makes you think about about our purpose our our passions and what gives us our spark and makes us makes us who who we are and wow. and it's actually funny because after watching it, it it for myself it it really struck a, a chord and then i had a few patients of mine say they'd watched it and without me mentioning a word that that they felt it really helped them change their outlook even if it's just for that split few hours after you've watched it for it to stick in your mind and think what what is my passion what's my spark and and um yeah i i'd recommend that oh wow soul so it's s-o-u-l okay s-o-u-l yeah wonderful yeah no and that and that's 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 brilliant because I know you you did mention that even becoming a a mentee or joining gps before you became a mentor sorry um was uh also a way to, to help you to understand yourself 
yeah. um, and yeah. your purpose. So that's very interesting um, that you, that you've said that. And pretty much the the, the GPS service does help uh, yes. practitioners um, in that in that respect. So thank mm -hmm. you. Okay, so that's Pride. You heard it. Um, recommendations from uh, Nikki Kendall and Dr. Sarah Louise Hamlin pride and soul go out and 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 check it out check it on youtube i don't know where it would be but i'm sure you'll be able to find it so thank you both of you for for giving us some much needed insight into the gps service um for those of you listening if you wish to access the service head over to their website it's gp-s.org the email is contact at gp-s.org, or you can call them on 0115-979-6917. Um, what's the handle they can get you on again on social media? Um, so it's just GPS mentoring, and there's no uh, dash in that one. Okay, excellent. So thanks once again, as usual, you can follow the Nottinghamshire LMC and get to know you know, when the next episode is coming out via our social media handle at Knots LMC, and that's on Twitter and on Facebook. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast today, which is accessible on Podbean, Spotify, and now Apple Podcasts. Um, we always appreciate your feedback, and you can do this in the form of a like, a follow, or a review of our podcast. It's always a pleasure. Until next time, bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Nottinghamshire LMC podcast for subsequent episodes with me, Zenaida Morrison, at podbean.com. Bye for now.